Hello there, my name is Michelle Matthews, and I believe that if you have something to say, you should say it. You shouldn't hold it in for fear of what people might think or how it may be perceived. What you have to say is valid. You have a voice and you should use it. So here's something that I want to share with you before I go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Before I Go podcast. If you are of a certain age, you probably remember Janet Jackson's Control album. It was her third studio album, and in 1986, it was the number one Billboard top R&B and hip hop album. This year, 2021, that album turned 35 years old, and after 35 years, it rose to the number one spot on Apple's top 40 US album chart. That album was dope. I remember when the video for the song Control was released and I couldn't get enough of it. I was 22 years old and I could so relate to wanting to be in control of my life. I didn't wanna be told what to do, how I should live, how I should spend my money, nothing. I admit that my desire for complete control resulted in me making some foolish decisions, but they were my decisions and I own them. As I got older, I noticed that I not only had a desire to control my life, but I also wanted to control everything and everyone around me. Yes, I was very controlling and could be described as a control freak. So what exactly does that look like? I had to have the last word. It was my way or no way. I was extremely passive aggressive. I preferred to be right over being happy, leaving no room for the opinion of others. If I could go back and say anything to that girl, I think I would just lovingly shake my head, take a deep breath and say, oh girl, just stop. No one could tell me anything back then. And as a result, people are hesitant to try and tell me anything now, at least the people that know me. <laughs> Being that controlling is exhausting. Controlling situations is hard, but trying to control people? The two people that I tried to control the most were obviously my children. Now, my son didn't require much controlling because he pretty much just went with the flow. He wasn't about the drama. My baby girl, on the other hand, was a different story. I remember once when she was in high school saying something to the effect, aren't you tired of hearing me talk? Because I'm tired of talking. You can get through this the easy way or the hard way, this being the life with me in my house. She may have been the princess, but I was the queen and I wasn't about to let her forget it. Those years nearly broke me. And I don't know how we got through it with our relationship intact, but we did. And for that, I am so grateful. Like I said, trying to control everything and everyone is exhausting. And I spent way too many years exhausted, angry, and disappointed. Can anyone relate to what I'm saying? I can't help but wonder, what is it that creates this ridiculous need for control? Now, I am no expert but I think it has a lot to do with the ego and the belief that being able to control situations and people somehow increases not only how we view ourselves, but how others view us. Needing that type of control can be taken to the extreme and could even be dangerous. 
you know, I think back to the days when I was participating in the figure competitions. And during those days, my fellow athletes and I were walking examples of the ultimate control. I mean, the way we managed to control our diets and exercise schedules and turn our bodies into exactly what we wanted, it was quite the ego boost. But taken to the extreme, it could be dangerous. Control can be addictive, and that is not always a good thing. I've read stories about girls with eating disorders who explained that in an effort to feel as though they had some control in their lives, they decided to take control of their weight and it turned into a disorder. It's obviously more complicated than that, but I think you get what I mean. There are still moments in my life when I feel anxious when I can't control a situation. Perfect example, going to the dentist. I hate going to the dentist. Not because it's painful or scary, but because that is a moment where I have absolutely no control. I have to sit in a chair while a stranger digs around in my mouth and I can't move, but I never miss an appointment. It's a gentle reminder that there are some things in this life that I cannot control. I remember so clearly when I first started to accept the fact that I was not in control. It was maybe 20 or so years ago when I was working for my first government contractor. Every year, the people in my department would get anxious when it was time for annual performance reviews and pay raises. The energy would definitely shift during this time of year. People would wonder how much of an increase they were getting and if they were getting more than this person or that person. Not to mention my department was 99% women. So unfortunately, there was always a feeling of competition in the air. There was one time when one of my coworkers had her review and afterwards she came and told me all about it. She disclosed to me how much her increase was and then she asked me what mine was. I told her it was right around the same amount. In fact, my increase was 5% more than hers. I didn't tell her the number because why? I remember the Bible verse in Matthew that says, look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? The passage goes on to say, do not worry about what you will eat or drink, for your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. I got to tell you, when I got a hold of that verse, when I got it deep down in my spirit, and I really let the word sink in, I was truly able to give up the idea of controlling situations. I had no control over what my pay raise would be, but I knew that God knew exactly what I needed. As a result, my kids were never hungry. We were never homeless or naked. So what was I worried about? I couldn't control the situation, but I knew the one that could, so I let it go. And I've been at peace ever since. Now, it took me a little longer to move away from the idea of controlling people. However, when I accepted the fact that I cannot control anyone but myself, life did get easier. When I'm in a relationship, whether it be romantic or friendship or professional, I know I can only control my behavior and how I react to the behavior of others. I make it a point to let people know what I feel is acceptable and what isn't, and then I let the chips fall. Sometimes that means I have to make a decision to walk away from situation, and that's okay, because what you're not going to do is disrupt my peace. That's what you're not going to do. Is that controlling? No, 
It's called Setting Boundaries and Protecting My Peace, and I highly, highly recommend it. Well, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. But before I go, let me share this with you from Dr. Steve Maraboli. He says, how would your life be different if you learned to let go of things that have already let go of you? From relationships long gone, to old grudges, to regrets, to all the could've and should've, to the dead friendships you still hang on to. Free yourself from the burden of a past you cannot change. I'll see you next time.